0: bio-friendly podcast it's a
1: bio-friendly podcast but i should probably start by introducing our guests what since the people listening and no. not watching what? can hear that there's somebody else in the room with okay. us right. Right. That's not in the probably room with
0: us. probably a good idea yes
1: today today we welcome and today only today only uh, an exclusive a bio-friendly podcast exclusive exclusive we are welcoming a cookbook author. He has developed recipes for Whole Foods Market, Costco, has been featured on Today, People Magazine, and many more things than that. He has a popular YouTube channel and a food blog, and his name, ladies and gentlemen, is Jerry James Stone. Welcome to the BioFriendly Podcast.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, we're thrilled
1: to have you on the show because (laughs) we've worked with you on the interwebs but we've yet to, you know, kind of have this face to face introduction. Yeah, well Some, you you of course yeah, know. I mean,
2: Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just saying, like, yeah, you know, I mean that's sort of I think like modern life, right? It's like you kind of I've worked remotely for uh, since I don't know, 2008 and you know, you sometimes don't always see people that you work with now, you know. Totally. It's just yeah. how It goes. <laughs> it's yeah. so true. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: so true, but but so we had jerry james stone write our this month's biofriendly diy yeah. which was about cooking for the holidays which was awesome yeah we're gonna start right out of the gate Thank and you. say if you haven't checked that out you have to go <laughs> you, check out. you that gotta off.
0: go to biofriendlyplanet.com and check that one out that's yes it's a, a killer and it's a great it's a great start to your holiday season yeah so that you can know how to do it right yeah
1: yeah yeah totally.
0: and,
2: well and you know the thing that with that piece too that i really wanted to convey because you know as you know the world is horrible right now and everything <laughs> is just yes. you know um people are trying to figure figure it out day by day. And I really discovered kind of through this, all the food storage stuff that I had on my YouTube channel and on my website has just been a lifesaver for people. I've had them, you know, reach out to me and just write me like really long thankful emails about how like, oh, like now I know how to store celery so I can actually like not have to buy it every week or, you know, it lasts longer, that sort of thing. And, you know, giving people, empowering people to be better at food is important in any sort of situation, but especially right now. Yeah,
0: totally. Well, and I, I, I thought it was so interesting and and, uh, and hilarious to think that if you put the wrong two foods together, uh, that that like your potato will sprout, right? Like,
2: like when I read
0: that, right. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, wild. I know,
2: I know. Yeah, For, it's so. There's all this produce that's like um, climactric, which like kind of puts off this, you know, that how it kind of reacts to different things, and ethylene gas is that is that issue, you know? So some things respond to ethylene gas, all produce kind of puts it off and like, you know, bananas and apples, for example, put off a ton. So you can use a banana or an apple to quickly ripen a peach or an avocado because peaches and avocados respond really well to ethylene gas. And so in some cases it's good, but, you know, in some cases it's bad because you don't want potatoes responding and, you know, maturing faster than you're going to, before you eat them because then you get sprouts.
1: (laughs) Right, right, right. It's so fascinating. fascinating. It yeah. really is, and I geeked, I, know, right? <laughs> I geeked out when I checked out your stuff. His, uh, you know, he has these amazing YouTube videos that kind of are really quick and to the point of like what that specific you know vegetable or produce item is. And I was I was researching something um, on you know composting and whatnot, and I was going through, and I got so addicted just clicking down each one, you know, learning more about uh, climacteric and non-climacteric. And even right. the thing about the they now it seemed like it was a, you know, a debatable one. But the idea of the tomato and being stored upside down, like I, I thought it was amazing. But I know you were saying on it, like some people are are agree and don't, but you can do that. And I thought that was fascinating
2: yeah you know i I test all those things myself a bit and obviously like i so i live in sacramento california Mm -hmm. we live in a pretty temperate zone and so therefore sometimes i I can't efficiently test everything like if you live in alaska sure and so um or if you live somewhere where it's really humid or you know those sorts of things so i try to test everything for me and for a lot of times it works you know but there are occasions where it does not
1: right 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 we, we were
2: it works Yar, E-R, but not var
1: yeah right. we we <laughs> right. we run into the same problem too you know we're in california so we're on the same coast the same time zone but we have the same problem like just recently we had this article about you know it's thanksgiving and we want you to be safe and uh and it was like you know here's an idea on how you can eat outdoors and some terrific
2: of
0: the, article <laughs> that, terrific that, that article tara found, by the way we gotta give tara a shout out Ta- yeah tara is how we are, are yes. lucky enough to have you is there yes. you and tara are or old friends. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. We've worked together for years. That's awesome. Yeah. So no, but she, she yeah, she finds this great, great uh, author who puts this
1: article out. And Sorry. Then, <laughs> and then the, yeah, then the reaction. It goes out there, just like try this. And then there's all these people on the East Coast in the frozen, you know, tundra that are like, I'm not gonna have an outdoor I Thanksgiving. can have Thanksgiving outdoors <laughs> with my family. And we were like, I know this. <laughs> this was kind of an idea for us, you know, West Coasters and people in these us warmies. Uh, warmies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs>
2: (laughs) It is, I mean, it is a challenge when you're kind of talking about those things because you can't, I mean, I've discovered this even just with food and it's actually kind of one of the reasons I launched this comic book cookbook for kids because, you know, I've been doing this for about eight years and you just can't account for all the nuances that every person's going to need in a cooking video or a recipe. I try to be as thorough as possible, but, you know, you get people who are like, don't even know that, like, there's butter that's salted or unsalted, you know, or stuff like that. And so you you have to really – I try to, like, break it down as possibly – as little as I can for people, but, like, you know, a lot of times, it's like I can't write a novel for a recipe, right? So you have to just – you know, be like. Hopefully, you can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at
0: some point, that's it, right? That is you know, it is right. That also, yeah. Like, like one of the one of the uh, one of the classic uh, not not fights, but jokes that I have with with uh, with my wife is she she always wants to to mess with the recipe before before it's even first even tried it once right so she'll get the, she'll get the recipe put it together and be like yeah but i feel like it needs more of this or i think i want to throw more of that like to, to cut and i was like look can we try it the way that the ch- chef you know wrote it the first time just try the original <laughs> plan here but it's true because i think because people I, people get really excited right they get these recipes like oh i want to want to play with this one experiment
2: you know 100% and I, I t- totally understand your point but I'm a lot like your wife I totally screw up recipe <laughs> before you even make it
1: <laughs> but you're a chef you're a chef so it's in your nature yeah. <laughs> to to tinker around in the kitchen I, you know for me I'm not a chef so I'm like no I would look at the recipe like, I'm like we're doing what the person who knows what they're doing right. has laid out for me
0: <laughs> I'm like this is chemistry I don't want to screw up the experiment
2: there's <laughs> <laughs> this so is great. really great um I think it's called Whites, I think that's the TV show. It's a UK show about a chef, like a restaurant run at a castle or whatever. And it has this great scene which I always think about when I get questions about how to do a recipe or how to execute a recipe. And basically the waitress comes into the back of the kitchen and she like asks for an eggless omelet. And the chef's like, you can't have an eggless omelet. And she's like, oh, are we out? And, you know, she just doesn't get that, like, that's literally the foundation of an omelet is eggs, you know. And so, you know, it's just I think, like, I get those questions all the time where people ask, you know, can I do this to it? And I was like, well, yeah, sure, you can do whatever you want, but <laughs> right. I can't promise you that it's going to work out. <laughs>
1: right. You can make whatever adjustments you need. It won't be the thing that you are looking for, but, <laughs> hey, enjoy that, yourself. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, but that doesn't mean it couldn't be a happy accident, I suppose. <laughs> Or, yeah. Right, yeah. or like you know,
0: or or, or or like the the point that Jacob made, like if you if you have some experience, I suppose, and you kind of understand yeah. the art and the science, that you, you probably are are free to experiment and do some things and 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 make some stuff happen.
2: Yeah. So well, and I think every every person, you probably included in your wife too, like you, everyone has their personal flavor profile, right? Right. So like for me, it's like if I'm making something spicy. And they're like, oh, just put like a couple of jalapenos. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to triple that because I like it hot. Like, so yes. there's just certain things where I know that I'm going to definitely take it to the next level. But yeah, you know, it's, I mean, I think recipes are made to be experimented with. Also, that's the thing. Make it your own and make it yeah. so you want to cook it. That's what really counts.
0: Yeah. This is going to be held against me for the rest of my life. My wife will listen to this podcast and see. See? see yeah. what jerry said i know, I know. i'm right you're you have. i get to play
1: well you know what just just in the time for the holidays for her to be you know to win these battles it just sets up things nicely that's okay i'll cook it when it's my turn to cook when yes. it's my night i'll do it by the recipe when it's her night it'll be fun yeah exactly yeah. i mean what you
2: should do is cook your version have her cook her version and have a battle
1: there you oh, go. Battle. A cook-off.
2: <laughs> we'll have a cook-off. You need to do a
1: cook-off for sure. I love it. Yeah, ex- I have to do this one tangent just cuz it's 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 pertinent to the, what we're talking about. My son when he was younger, we were watching those baking cooking shows but like Chef Junior, right? And he was pretty he was pretty young at the time. I think he was maybe 7 or 8 and we really got into it and he wanted to start cooking yeah. but he had no idea how it would work so he just went in the kitchen and started like pulling out just things that you can't put together like <laughs> like this is going to be a disaster you know yeah. like soy sauce buttermilk pancakes you know like just just turn it and pull and he's like we could just add it all together we're like wait 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 wait. so those shows are inspiring but at the same time you know especially for the 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 master chefs when they're little kids it's like the, what i had to explain to him was i was like these kids that you're seeing that are your same age they started doing this when they were four right, and have spent four years figuring out how to play in the it's kitchen. It's a family trait. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Well, you know, so you guys are both probably going to hate me, but your families might actually like me. So I would <laughs> say in that case too, like, I've actually used soy sauce in desserts i make a soy sauce caramel that's like a tastes like a salted caramel but it just really? has this rich depth so you could make a soy sauce caramel to go with pancakes just yeah. to throw that out there oh my <laughs> god i don't hate just you at to, all Yeah, I, I i'm of, learning a lot right I now i kind of love you
1: yes maybe? i do
2: too i do too because i just i, I actually want to... did that recipe you did what? oh go on uh, sorry
1: Oh, no, no, I go did ahead. that.
2: Well, I did the soy sauce caramel for. Um, I, yeah, I, I had done the soy sauce caramel recipe. Actually, um, I my Tumblr profile was featured on the Master Chef TV show. They had a few of us do recipes, and nice. they sent us like, you know, a box to, like, do stuff with, and I got soy sauce, and I was like, how can I make it into a dessert? And so I made it into a, a salted caramel, so it actually came from that.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That terrific. No, I would eat it in a heartbeat, because if there's one rule I have, it's I love to eat.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good I mean, I'm just
1: an eater, <laughs> so, like, people can do whatever they want in the kitchen. You put it on a, on a plate in front of me, and I'm like, great. You'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I am not picky at no. all. Base. yeah Base. yeah so,
0: so we what, one thing that I think what well, well, we've got you it, it is a, a sustainability show it's a, it's a show yeah. about the environment and everything else and then there's a there's there's a topic where Jacob and I often we give we give uh, the vegan community a, a hard time while also giving them a shout out and saying yes. well done yes well done <laughs> but we Good do job. We, we do we do sometimes uh, joke about about uh, about about some ends of the community being too hard on the people who, who are, are like, like, I can't do that and I'll never do that. So what I thought is cause yeah. you, cause you're, I mean, highly renowned in the, in the vegan chef community. I was wondering if you could give a sort of a, a, a pitch that any old person could listen to about like what, what the positives are, why it would be a great, great way, a great idea to go vegan. And then also some of the options, you know, of the, to eat. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure.
2: Um, you know, I think, that like i always tell people you know if you want to explore an alternative diet like either vegetarianism or veganism you know not to like beat yourself up too much about it really the first thing is like you know don't go (laughs) (laughs) gung-ho don't cut out everything you know because you know you're probably going to miss the things that you love and even just small changes can have a huge impact so with veganism the thing that you're really looking at is you're really looking at like there's a couple different angles to it, right? So people get involved in veganism for a few different reasons. You know, it could be animal cruelty. You know, our industrial ag is just horrible, the way that it treats animals, the way it treats our soil, the way it treats energy usage and all those things. So that can be one part of it. You know, some people get into it because they just might have an allergy. They might have a dairy allergy or something like that, that they just can't consume products with those things in there. And then there's some people, I think that it's just really a religion for them. You know, I mean, it really goes it transcends being a dietary restriction into something that they're so ingrained with that they can't see past you know yeah. um being reasonable about it and i think that's probably what you're kind of talking about right yeah you yeah, get, the people totally yeah. Are just like you know crazy about it and and i you know i tell people i try to make my recipes uh they're you know i'm vegetarian i'm not vegan but i try to make my recipes so if you are vegan you can usually omit something to just still execute the recipe they don't all fall into that category but the thing that i think is really important is to you know these choices can have a huge impact i mean like we use a it takes a lot of water and energy and food to grow a burger it takes significantly (laughs) less water and energy and food to grow something that's just as filling that's plant-based. And so there's advantages to that when you kind of look at like here, you know, especially here in California where we face droughts and, you know, fires and other things that affect our economy and our ecosystem. So there's just things that you can do that can really benefit the planet. And you don't have to eat vegan all the time. You could just, you know, like there's, um, I think it's Mark Bittman. He did the, um, like vegan before six or after six, I'm totally messing it up. But the, there was something where it's like, you know, he ate vegan a good chunk of the day, and then like he would have like one meal or something that where it's not, you know, and right. that can have a huge impact when you're looking at twenty one meals a week, and you know, if you're eating fourteen of those that are really good for the planet.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
2: That's a good, good way of looking. That's at That's a really
0: it. good way of that is a good way of looking at it because it's sort of like a, a an easier way in or a like look you, you here's a way you can make a difference and you can help out. Uh, you know, while while still on you know at times enjoying the things that you used to enjoy yeah that's good
1: i love
2: it i i can give you my vegan test though because i have a test for like let's hear it (laughs) i'm probably gonna i'm gonna get i know i'm gonna get slammed for this but (laughs) i have a test that i ask people when i find out if they're vegan if we can be friends okay Um, Ah, because like I, I support everyone's dietary restrictions, whatever you want to do. But like, you know, there's the people that are aggro about it and right. they don't respect other people's decisions. And so I always ask people, I said, well, OK, so if I brought you a rescue chicken and gave you the rescue chicken because you care about animals and animal cruelty, what would you do with the eggs? Because all chickens lay eggs. Right. Right. And so that their response is usually like, you know, how I can tell if we can be friends? If they're like, oh, I might eat the eggs because it's you know my own chicken that I'm treating, or I just might give the eggs to like people that you know would eat the eggs. I don't want to eat them because I'm vegan. But if it comes down to like you know, the sort of uh, issues with how chickens have been treated over like the years, and like they just you know they go into this big argument over like no I can't even you know it's just it, like when it gets messy like that they can't even like, okay yeah we're never going <laughs> to we're never going to see eye to eye.
0: eye if you can't even approach the question yeah.
2: <laughs> that's a good <laughs> <great Red> test
1: <laughs> yes you that know, is so says, such yeah, in the rest spirit rest of this show <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's well,
0: great that you know, is a great great lesson for our for our audience honestly it is cuz that's a really good way to put it because because that's that Because there it is, right? I mean, there it is. They they are going to lay eggs. Not all those legs are going to be fertilized and turned into chickens. It's just that is what
2: it is. Yeah. 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 And so it it comes in a test. I think the thing that's great about it is like it talks to food waste, right? So if you're just like, oh, I'm going to let the eggs rot in the yard. Well, then like that also questions where you stand with veganism because like it's sustainable and that's not sustainable. That's a food waste issue, you know, and so it's just, you know, I think it kind of I use that as a litmus test for uh who i can be friends with when it comes to the vegan thing. <laughs> That's
0: great. Well, you know the thing that that we that we love about vegetarianism and veganism in general is if you if you if you do increase that, you do focus on that more, it makes the far, it makes the other farming sustainable because now you can have chickens that yeah. live in a, you know, in in a in a healthy way, in a good way. Now you can have yeah. it's not it's no longer a situation where we need so many chickens that there's no way to do it. We need right. so many cows that there's no way to do it. So now it's, it gets to the point where it's yeah. like, okay, well, we don't need that many which means that they can live a pretty great life
2: yeah well and there's really lovely integrated ways to use chickens too like you know a lot of vineyards sustainable vineyards will actually like i i think it's um i want to say halter ranch in san luis Obispo, but there's probably other ones that have it too they had like a solar powered chicken coop they would put out in the vineyard and like it would open up you know when the sun rises Chickens would go out and eat all the bugs and peck at the plants and all eat all the stuff that's not gonna be wine. And then yeah, yeah. at nighttime they would just go back in and then they would also like capture their eggs, you know? And so, you know, they can sort of have that ecosystem that's balanced with chickens.
1: You know what they I mean? You know what you call awesome. uh, you know what that's you call awesome. chicken wine? You call it two buck cluck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Jacob will Could, be here all week. I'll be here all week, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I can't resist a good pun. Can't resist it. That's, oh, hey, that's, that's a good
2: one. Amazing. Well, when, good you,
1: one. when you got into... So what started your journey into cooking and preparing foods and, and becoming a, a food blogger? And what was the inspiration that got you in this path?
2: Well, so I grew up in a family that loved to cook. So we all kind of cooked just in general. And I became a vegetarian in high school. And my mom was like... I support whatever you do, but I'm not making two meals. So like, you know, and we didn't eat a lot. We didn't eat a lot of meat. I mean, we, um, my family's Armenian and like, for the most part, we have a very vegetable focused uh, cuisine, but you know, but you know, she, sometimes there was things that were, that were just meat, And so she was like, you know, if you want something else, you're just going to have to make it like both of my parents out. worked uh, when right I was growing on. up. And so, um, you know, I became a vegetarian in high school. And then like when I was at Discovery Channel, I was a blogger there, um, you know, at the end of my run there, like they had asked me what I wanted to do. And so I started a sustainable wine blog with them and we had hired a, you know, a vegan chef to do some recipes and then eventually that kind of tapered off. And so I decided to take over doing recipes cause I love to cook and I was like, well, let me just experiment. I've never been a food blogger, but like maybe I can do a few mm-hmm. and I did a few and the photos were horrible <laughs> and, um, like. But they did really well. They did really, yeah. really, really well. And you know, and the reason that I kind of decided to explore it even further with a YouTube channel was because I saw a lot of food blogs kind of emerging at this point. This was back in like 2012. Yeah. yeah. And but there wasn't a lot of like really good vegetarian food blogs or vegan food blogs. Oh, a sure. lot of the stuff that had beautiful, beautiful photos and really good recipes were just not on those sites and so i wanted to show that you could have delicious vegetarian food that's colorful and beautiful because it's literally that's where all the color comes from in what we eat is yeah. produce you know yeah. and a lot of the a lot of the blogs were just kind of boring and like it was like granola and brown yeah. and like it's just not very appetizing i'm like you're not going to convince anyone to eat no. this stuff yeah. you know and so <laughs> yeah no, and all that, that's the basically no, what go ahead sorry yeah Oh, sorry, I didn't
0: mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, as I say, that that's the power of, of like the marketing industry, right? How, the, how they'll always, the, the, you'll get the hamburger and then they'll squirt on just enough water to make that bead on the lettuce and on the tomato. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, all d- fake. You know, and then light right. it so that that red pops. And then you're like, oh, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Like why can't, you just get rid of the, the ugly brown part.
2: Now you've yeah. got the rest of the right. beautiful stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Do exactly. the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing too. Like I don't even, I mean, I, I don't always call out that my recipes are vegetarian and vegan too. Like I'll have people who will follow me for years before they put it together. They're Mm -hmm. like, wait, I've never seen any meat on your blog, you know? And it's like, and the reason I do that is because people have that stigma. They have that stigma with vegan food. They have that stigma with vegetarian food. And I just want to get more people eating plant-based because it's good for their bodies. It's good for the planet. Right. And so I don't try to get too preachy about it. I just try to say like, Hey, here's something delicious. And I don't, and I don't do any of the food styling tricks. Everything I take a photograph of is like what it looks like. So awesome. I avoid cool. all that stuff just to like keep it real, you know. But it's really just about getting. I really, you know, wanted to connect to people through food. I mean, food is community to me. Yeah, yeah. that's you fit our
1: our, our podcast so totally, perfectly. I totally. can hardly believe it. <laughs> I know, like the idea that you. I love the fact that it's not. Overt that you could follow and and be like, oh wait a second, I've been I've been looking at these for years and I have no idea that, and that's I, gr- that's what we're trying to do too. Our entire
0: thing is to trick people into environmentalism.
1: <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're doing. Cause we, we joke around <laughs> on this show a ton and we're very silly and we were like, what? that's uh, something that's missing from a lot of the green community is yeah. just laughing and fun. It's yeah. often so like,
2: wah, wah, wah. Right. And, <laughs> to not, and to not
0: make people feel bad about the fact yeah. that they're not doing it. Right. right. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. it's not realistic for everybody to to become an environmentalist or to become a vegetarian or a vegan it's not not everyone can do it right so what can you do yeah and that's what's great about what you're talking about it's like well so what? Can, here's here's a tasty meal just what here try just do this meal you don't yeah. have to do this all the time yeah. but try this one
2: right
1: yeah. yeah
2: yeah well and that's the thing like most people don't turn away food that's good yeah, you know? yeah. and so that, it's me. a really easy way to convert them Right. yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you know and so and and i think that you know every, we all have a relationship to food. And that could be a healthy relationship or an unhealthy one, but you know, whatever that relationship is, like there's certain triggers within that relationship, right? Like some, some you say Brussels sprouts and people are like, peace out, no way, you know, or something like that. And so like, I think creating things like, that are sort of in different formats and can come at it in different ways. Like I did, I have a stuffed Brussels sprout recipe that's like stuffed mushrooms. Yeah. And I have people who contact me year after year, like just be like, oh my God, <laughs> I hated Brussels sprouts, but these are amazing, or I got so I was able to trick someone into eating Brussels sprouts through this, you know, and yeah. like, and so I think that, you know, I mean, it feels a little evil, but evil for good. Exactly. <laughs> I love it.
1: Is it evil if the end result is good?
2: I, I love know. it. Maybe it
1: is. I don't know. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about Spooniverse Comics. That's what I'm really excited for you yes. to share with us. It looks this project looks incredible. Like, like, I tell us about, it does, it's, it's a
2: comic book (laughs) kind of geared towards kids about, you know, eating right, right? Right. Yeah. 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 You know, and so, like I mentioned, I've been in this for about eight years and, you know, just like you guys, you know, you, you sort of learn what your community struggles with yeah. right like you learn yeah. where those pain points are you learn what they're trying to figure out what they're trying to solve and i really believe that like you know my whole purpose in life is to like educate people on these topics and so uh, kind of like thinking about that more i was like how can i get to them earlier yeah i'm seeing adults who grew up in families that just ordered takeout not know how to cook yeah, yeah. you know not know how to chop an onion not know how to like peel a cucumber those sorts of things and or that you maybe, you know, should peel a cucumber or whatever, you know? And so I really wanted to like reach people at a younger age. And I, at first I was going to do just an illustrated cookbook that I thought would be kind of fun and visual and that kids might look at, but then, you know, I'm a huge comic book person. So I thought like, you know what? I really want something that kids will just pick up on a regular basis. I want it to be, if it's on the coffee table, they just want to look at the art. They just want to flip through it because it's pretty and get exposed to these ideas around food. And so um, I actually had purchased the name Spooniverse, like, years and years before this even, like, came about. I kind of, I just came up with the idea. I liked it. And I, like, bought the domain just to hold it. Yeah, smart. yeah, you know, it's like you just never know what something's going to be. Right, sure, right? That's it. And and so yeah, so basically what the, the goal with it is really just to like have this really food-driven story. It's based in the future. It's actually you're probably going to laugh, but it's a lot of what's going on right now is actually the story for my book. And I've been working on it for 3 years. Uh-huh. So, in the story, there's this virus that wipes out a whole bunch of things. What? And food security is no longer there wow. and we have this planet we have like nations that have are just gone right. like because there's not as much food the whole planet is for the most part eating vegan there's no way to even grow a cow right. and so wow. um you know and the food supply you know that food that food supply chain is like affected in everything and it's just when i started seeing this pandemic roll out i just was like i had people that had read this story that i sent them to the pitch to and they're right. like this is a little scary did accurate. You? Like how... <laughs> did you predict this? Yeah. I know. And so I kind of went back and did some rewrites on the on the first book before we printed it just to make it a little bit more um, considerate towards people who might sure, have been, sure. you know, affected by COVID. Because I originally it was like, okay, I'm going to have this kind of doom and gloom. Yeah. There's going to be this food story. Let's do this. And yeah. then it was like, well, I maybe need to dial that back a little bit. Yeah. But the goal is really to expose kids to The things that affect the food industry, this is like farmers, you know, that's climate change, farming, water supply, energy, immigrant rights, those sorts of things, organic versus, you know, non-organic, um, the supply chain, you know, all of those things that affect our food, I wanted to tell through the comic book in kind of like a fun, light-handed way. So kind of like the way Star Wars is about Nazis, but not really like saying it, you know? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) That sort of, you know? And so same sort of thing. It's just really like, you know, they can pick it up and read it and get exposed to these issues that face, the food industry is facing, and then also get some fun food hacks and, you know, recipes and other things along the way.
1: Yeah. That's so cool.
2: That's that was a really long answer. No, 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 no It's awesome. <laughs> we,
0: we wanted the audience to get the pitch. So we then, want, we go, yeah. then we go get it. So how, how, uh, how can you get your hands on uh, the Spooniverse universe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank
2: you. yeah. I love it. If you go to Spooniverse Comics, you can purchase the first issue, which is out now. Yeah. And you can also purchase you can purchase it both in digital and in print. And you can also purchase um, the first season. So every season, quote unquote, is going to be three yeah. books and so Great. you can wow. buy the whole first season for a discounted price um and then yeah that's you just go visit the website follow us on spooniverse comics for our social channels and uh hopefully the yeah. next issue will be out uh next uh march or april
0: and is it com or spooniverse.com dot spooniversecomics.com,
2: spooniversecomics.com.
0: spooniversecomics.com. Go out and check this out, folks. Yeah, uh, cause, definitely. Because we've got we've got a winner here with the with the Jerry Jamestown. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a yeah. I know. I'm, exci- I'm excited. I'm excited to check so, it so out. So great. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: right, before well, then, go I, ahead. No, please. Oh, I just say you know, it really. And the thing is, too, it's not just for kids. Like I actually have some adults that have purchased it that like it just as much because yeah. I tried to write the story. This is my first time writing a comic book, so hopefully it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but. uh, I tried to write that story kind of in that sort of toy story vein where like if you're an adult, you get some things that maybe kids reading it won't get. That's awesome. And, you know, so it really is sort of a, you know, has that kind of all ages little aspect to it. But the whole goal really is just to get people interested in food in a fun sort of galactic way. That's yeah,
1: terrific. That's awesome. That's I terrific. love. That's, I love comic books. It. I grew up on comic books, so yeah. I'm definitely going to get a nice. copy. And I've got I've got two boys, so I'm going to show them the comic and and get into their heads. Start teaching them a little bit about the food systems trick in a cool, them, fun, trick fun trick way. Right. Trick a them into being into chefs. Yeah. I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's no, making that, that's you tasty terrific. things to bring you to eat.
1: Yes, I mean that's the plan. That's, a, that's the, tr- that's that the that only reason he wants to do it. Dad doesn't want to cook. I want to make sure the kids do it. <laughs> Daddy wants to eat. Yes. Yeah.
2: Fair. So, that's fair.
0: So you know, but before we go, because we, we are running a little bit out of time, but i while well, well, we've got you, so if there if there were one recipe that you had right now that you think we should go see. Pitch us on that for the holidays. If there's is there a good holiday recipe that we can uh, we can find uh, on one of your YouTube pages or on your on your website that. Uh, yeah,
2: you know, there's pretty. so it's um, a total crowd pleaser. Okay. Yes, it's absolutely easy to make. Even you can do it, Jacob. Okay, nice. Um, it's super easy. <laughs> um, it's uh, so it's, a, it's an appetizer. It's a white cheddar and cranberry cheese dip, <gasps> and it's pretty much just mix. And bake, oh. and it's like, I mean, I literally like it's this recipe that is now I get every holiday season. People contact me and they're like, we've been making this for the past like seven years. And it's just so amazing. It's like a holiday staple, you know, and I think it's just the one thing that if you make that recipe, you will continue to make it.
1: I it's love it.
2: Cranberry white cheddar dip. I yeah. love it. While you were Amazing. describing
1: it, this is the ASMR portion of the podcast. where I'm just like, mm, yes, <laughs> please go on. Please continue. <laughs> so nice. Well, actually, and cranberry, also, b- cheddar, <laughs> cheddar, cranberries, delicious holiday food. <laughs> um, before we go, actually, did, did you guys ever meet back in the day? Uh, uh, that was I something know. I was I curious asked, about. I asked Tara about the salt,
0: because I, because I know when she first mentioned you many years ago, Tara and I have been working together for, a long time, A long, like, to, like since two thousand eight, right? So I, I used to oh, be in the old days. Do you remember when there were power diggers?
1: On dig, yeah. dig,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. I was one of those guys. So I, I I used to. Me too, me too. You were right. <laughs> I thought that was. So where then it was. there
1: you go. That the paths yeah. have crossed before. So we probably liked each other's <laughs> posts
0: and uh, and and uh, helped each other promote things back in the old days. Because so, yeah. I was like Jerry yes, James Stone. Yes, I, like, I probably know, did. I know Jerry Jameson. I know I do. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was, was uh, Mosti or mosty. mosty That was the that was the. the okay. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, all coming yeah. back. I'm sure, we've
2: come across. <laughs> yes, I know. I still have like uh, t-shirts and sweatshirts that Dig gave us and stuff like that. and, like, yeah. Uh, totally. Oh, dig. I was yeah, I was oh, excited dude. when it kind of came back and then bummed when it came back to be what it was. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. I know. It was, it was a funny thing when it when it changed and disappeared and it was like moving on to new things. It was it was both sad and, and wonderful. It was yeah. like a release. I'm, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Right. Find yeah. new ways. Find new ways. <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah. I wasn't on Dig, but uh, I was on MySpace and you guys would be MySpace in MySpace was a winner. You guys would be in my top 6, yeah. okay? Or yeah. what? I can't remember what. Have his top 6 I mean, top, I even top 8. I've
2: used Friendster. I've used I didn't. yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> on to Friendster too, and there was this one called
1: Orchid. Did you guys ever get the invite to Orchid? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a Google K-U- one, right? Yeah, I think so.
2: But I, I was on Friendster yeah,
1: first. I- yeah, yeah.
2: I believe Orchid was also something of a bad word in another country. Oh, and that's why know, I didn't it didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Google had Googled that word too they much. They didn't Google. They, they didn't hadn't Google.
1: figured out Google Translate nope, yet. that's hilarious. Yeah. That's what started the Translate division. They're like, They're like uh, we can't do foremost. this again. <laughs> that's
2: great. And I think it's something related to whales, I'll be honest, too. I can't remember exactly. I, just, right. I do remember it being like a bit of a controversy. Oh, good. Yeah, that's hilarious. I love a good
1: controversy. Yeah. Well, this has been great. And if you want to, we're going to link on your episode, we're going to link all the stuff that you're working on, spooniversecomics.com. And pretty much, if you look up Jerry James Stone, you like that is yours. You know, there's no other Jerry James Stone out there. It's like, <laughs> it's on YouTube, it's the blogs. It's, you know, if you want to find also, anything,
0: you've got one of those great names where you really want to say all of your all names. All of your name.
2: Yeah.
1: Do your friends call you Jerry
2: James? <laughs> Well, uh, No one calls me Jerry James, but they will call me Jerry James Stone. Like, yeah. Um, I do get that quite a lot. It's kind of funny, too, because when I go to shows like food shows or back in the day, just when I was in the environmental space more um, – People will just say, hey, Jerry James Stone, even though they'll, like, <laughs> they'll refer to someone and send it, they're like, hey, Mike, yeah. hey, Jerry James Stone. It's like they just they can't not say my full name. Totally. People often joke that it's like a great actor name or porn name. And yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Either way yeah, as, way. Long as, yeah, as long as you remember it. As long as you remember it. Yeah.
1: Even when I was writing him the email, I started like, hey, Jerry. And I was like, I have to write the full thing. I was like, Jerry James Stone. Hey, Jerry James Stone. I just felt like that's what I had to do. So. Yeah, Does anyone <laughs> call you Jerry Stone and leave out the James? <laughs> that would be awkward.
2: Not really. Yeah. Not really. The only the only nicknames I ever got. So I in college I went to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. My brother I had a went radio there. Radio show there. Oh really? Yeah. Oh cool. Awesome. It's a great and my great sister school, actually. Sorry. Gosh. <laughs> Everybody in my family no went there. Realizing as I. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Um, So, like, the the DJ before me, like, you always would introduce the DJ that's coming on next. So he always called me Double J-Bone, which I always was like, ah, please stop saying that. (laughs) And, like... And then um some of my friends will call me Jer Bear. Those are the only two nicknames that ever really stuck. But like outside yeah. of that, people just usually call me Jerry. Or yeah, if, if they know me through the internet, Jerry James Stone. <laughs>
1: that's it. hilarious. That's, that's awesome. Great. Yeah, it's good. Well, thanks again for joining us. This is the part of the show where we do these little tags at the end where we try to list off the things from the uh, from the shows over the course of the year. We always let our guests know you're welcome to sign off or sit here and and, and witness the train wreck that it always is. So it's up to you. I'm
2: going to witness it. Okay, he's going to witness witness it. Okay, here we
1: go. Well, thank you, Jerry James Stone, for joining us. Uh, We have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Featuring greater parasympathetic nerve activity. More than just charismatic megafauna. (laughs) Dolphins don't quit. Nature is perfect. Look at eggs. We are y'all inclusive. Don't mess with Smokey on this show. The, uh, the, the, which one? The boat one. The boat one. (laughs) The boat one. We can't win them all. But we'll win the rest Do you know what else We forget always What is it We're supposed to now say The award winning Oh the award winning bio podcast We never say podcast. the award winning uh, And that's like
0: the only thing That people actually need to know That's and true yeah, we never
1: But that's classic us Isn't it, it. Yeah. Isn't it classic us To to leave out the thing That to people leave out should the know the only important one Right fair yeah. enough
0: Like we always also Jerry we're supposed to At the end of the show tell Remind everybody To, to, to subscribe, subscribe yes. To tell your friends Tell your friends To leave a comment On iTunes Because yeah. that's very helpful yes. We never do, We're terrible We're so bad at the part. stuff we're supposed to do, yeah, and great at the stuff we're not supposed to. Do. <laughs>
1: right, but that's why they tune in. I think. Yeah, I so. think that's Anyway, right. well, thanks again for joining us, Jerry James Stone. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. It's the bio friendly
0: podcast. It's the bio friendly podcast.